grace, mercy, and peace to all of you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. God is, um, I'm going to try to make a little argument here with you that God is a better parent, if you use the word parent, God is a better dad, a better mom, dad than, than we are. So I have to try to explain to you what I mean. But I know as a dad, I'm not really good at rules. I'm not good at making them and keeping them and forcing them and so on. So the way our parents make rules and the way we as parents make rules, they're often confusing for one, like our kids and Mariana and Becca can tell you. They, they don't always know exactly what mom and dad want because our rules aren't clear. There's a lot of times the rules get changed and that confuses the kids because they, they say, well, wait a minute, last week you said, we said, oh, I, you know, whatever. Um, other times we don't enforce the rules, which gives kind of a mixed message because if the rule was really that important, wouldn't mom and dad enforce it? And if they're not enforcing it, do I really have to keep it? So we've got that problem. Then we've got the problem that the rules that mom and dad set, they often break, as you know, so we're hypocrites. We got that problem. Um, the big rule lately at summertime has been no screens Monday to Thursday. And guess who's always watching screens? Mom and dad, right? Pretty frustrating. The other thing about our rules, they're often, we just assume, parents will just assume them without ever telling the kids. Well, you should just know that, right? So mom and dad gets mad at the kids for something that they've never really even talked about. And then one more class of our rules as moms and dads, our rules are often just dumb. They're ignorant rules like this. We say, don't bother me while I'm watching TV. <laughs> yeah, that's a dumb rule. It's not even a good rule. So if that makes sense, it, it, it would be kind of natural for us to have a bad taste about rules. But Jesus, in the Gospel reading tonight, wants us to know that God's rules and God's laws are not like that. His, his rules and laws are perfect because He's a perfect Father. They're, they're good for us. They're clear. He always enforces them. He doesn't give a mixed message about them. He never breaks them Himself. He doesn't have any just dumb rules that don't make any sense. He doesn't ever assume certain rules. He doesn't change his rules. They're perfect. And if we as Christians, if those of us here tonight, by the help of the Holy Spirit, can come to understand that, then we can come to love his law and not hate it, which is what the devil wants us to do. He wants us to hate God's laws and treat them like they're a bad thing. And the reason this is so important is because in the church, we often fall into the devil's trap of thinking the gospel is the good thing and the law is the bad thing. God loves you. He doesn't care about rules. But that's not actually true at all. They're both good. His love is good. His forgiveness is good. But his laws are also good as well. And we actually have a word for this, which has been around a long time. For Christians who only want the love and don't want the rules, we call them antinomians. They're anti-law. They think the law is bad. And any of us can fall into that. Okay, We can start 
to, to teach and live as if God loves us and doesn't really care what we do ever. But that would be a terrible father. That would be a terrible parent. Okay? But he, and he's the perfect father. So we're not just going to say over and over, God loves you, God loves you, God loves you, but then never talk about what does he want me to do? If God loves me and I love him, I, would lo I want to know what, what is his law? His law is part of his love. So I'm going to give you tonight three quick reasons why the law is good and why we can love it and appreciate it. And they're not going to take very long. First, we can appreciate the law because it shows God's perfect will. So this is Jesus' words in our gospel reading. Don't think I've come to abolish the law and the prophets, but I've come to fulfill them. So the false idea out there is that Jesus came and he said, oh, God doesn't care about the rules anymore. And that's just a, a total lie, okay? If you, I, if you can think about it this way, to, for God to say that he doesn't care about his will would be like for the sun not to give heat or light. I mean, God, obviously, he's God. He cares about his will, what he wants for us. And we can't just abolish something that's good. So we got to see God's rules for what they really are. It, it's the perfect life of God that he wants for every one of us. To love God with all our heart and soul and strength. To love our neighbor as ourself. Okay? And in God's case, as I already said, his, his rules are never, they're never confusing. They're never pointless. They're never dumb. They're always perfect. Okay? So let, let me close with this one, with this way. If God tells us to do something, we can know without a doubt that it's absolutely good for us. Okay. Secondly, so that's number one. It's God's perfect will for us. Number two is God's law is good because it shows us that, that we failed. And that's a good thing because then we, we find Jesus. That's where we find Jesus, when the law shows us we've sinned. And so he says, For truly I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not an iota, not a dot, will pass from the law until all is accomplished. If we didn't have God's rules, then we would never really see his love for us because we would just think, oh, we're, we earned his love. But because we have the rules and we see how we haven't kept them, then we see the greatest love of God that he gave his only son to keep the law perfectly for us and to then, to then give his life on the cross. So let me flip this around. If we relax all the laws, if we say God is love and he doesn't really care what you do, then you end up with a religion that, where you don't need Jesus at all. What do you need him for then? You could just skip Jesus. The Father loves you. Forget about Jesus. If I say that, oh, living together before marriage, that's no big deal. Who cares about that? Well, then what do I need Jesus for? Jesus for sinners, that he, he dies for sinners, people who break the law. If I say, oh, pornography, no big deal, who cares about that? Well, then what do I need Jesus for? What do I need his purity, his holiness for? If I say, oh, it's no big deal if you don't ever go to church or don't ever hear God's word, well, again, what do I need Jesus for? Then I can go on with, with life totally without him. If I don't realize I'm a sinner, I don't need Jesus. Hence, again, the law is good for us. It's good to know his rules because then we find the forgiveness of Christ. And thirdly, once we have that forgiveness and grace of Jesus, the law is good because it guides us. And this is his last words of the reading tonight. Whoever does them and teaches them will be called great 
in the kingdom of heaven. Because we believe in Jesus, because we have his forgiveness, his perfection, because we're baptized into him, then we want to have his law to guide us. And we're not afraid of it. Yeah, we know we break it. But we know we've got Christ paying for that. And we want to live in his law. We want to keep his rules. Just like if you love your mom and dad, you want to keep their rules. You know you're going to break them and fail, but you love them. You want to do what they say because you know they care about you and love you. You don't relax the rules. You teach the rules and live in the rules. So one, one last illustration to drive this home. Um, I don't know if, you know, when you guys were raising your kids, if, um, if there were as many parenting books as there are today, but of course they're, they're everywhere. Maybe they were already then too when you guys were raising your kids. But um, I find that people are always kind of searching for what's that best parenting book? What, what's that one book that will tell me what I need to know? And um, <clears throat> there's a lot of that. But truly, and I'm not, I'm not trying to be silly here, the best parenting book by far, where, where do we learn what a parent or a mom or dad really is? It is absolutely the Bible. There is no other book that is a better parenting book because you learn about a father with only good rules who enforces those rules um, and then gives his own self to keep them perfectly and to die on the cross for us. His rules are absolutely perfect. That's where we learn what it is to be a father or mother. Okay? And, and that's where we learn that it's good to be a father or mother. It's good to have rules. It's good to have his law and to teach others to do, to do the same because they're perfect. In Jesus' name, amen.